Happy Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Monday. What day is it? June 24th. I don't have Andy here to tell me what day it is. So, oh boy, you never know what, what's going to happen in studio today. Um, I am all by myself today uh, running the board for the coffee hour. Andy Bates is on vacation, a, a well-deserved vacation with his family. Uh, he should be back uh, Lord willing, on Thursday. It is also convention season, conference season, so uh, we are traveling all over the place. We have National Youth Gathering coming up just in a couple of weeks where uh, Andy and I will be broadcasting live, and then convention after that where uh, KFUO will have a booth and uh, Mary just got back from the LWML convention over the weekend. So we are all over the place. Make sure you stop by, see KFUO uh, if you're going to any of those conventions. And uh, speaking of traveling, in our first segment, we get to go to the Kingdom of Cambodia, which is, that sounds really fascinating. I don't think we've ever talked to anybody from Cambodia on the coffee hour. So this will be great. And then in the second segment, another one of my uh, favorite things to talk about, social media. And how do pastors approach social media in the church and and should they and how does that all how does that all work uh we'll have uh pastor Dembski on to talk about that in the second segment thanks to our underwriters concordia university wisconsin for your support of the coffee hour you can find out more about them at cuw.edu live uncommon joining me in studio today are uh, the reverend jp and amy and you know i didn't ask for a pronunciation of your last name while i was running around Sima. Sima. I didn't want to say it wrong. <laughs> Thanks for joining me in studio. Welcome to the coffee hour. Thank you. Great to Thank be you. here. Yeah, we like to we like to throw missionaries into the radio land right when they get here. You never know. <laughs> um, so, uh, tell me about uh, your your journey to the mission field. How long you've you've been on the mission field? So we've been serving on the mission field about twelve years now. Wow. And our journey actually started when JP was at the seminary. And came home to me one night and said, Amy, what do you think about going on the mission field? <laughs> and I said, oh, well, that's nice. You know, maybe when we're in our 50s and we've had some experience in a congregation, we could think about that. And he said, no, what about like now? And I said, oh, no, that's just not going to happen. Uh, and just over that year, God kind of put it on my heart. Okay, maybe we should just talk to some people and consider it. So we met with several couples in the St. Louis area that we knew that had been missionaries and served in various fields and started sitting down and having conversations with people. And through that process, God really worked in my heart and in both of our hearts uh, to say, hey, maybe it's not bad to go without much experience and to go <laughs> as learners. And so we just were open to the idea and let people know that we were open to the idea. And about three days before I gave birth to our first child, we had breakfast with a few people that sat down and asked us if we'd be willing to serve in Vietnam. And we kind of said, wait, there was a war there. We don't really know much about otherwise. Um, and um, yeah, it, it began our journey to Southeast Asia and uh, we are now serving in the kingdom of Cambodia, uh, and it's been a crazy ride, but we're thankful that we've come there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And 12 years, is a, that's a long time to be on the mission field. How, mm -hmm. is, how has that been for, for the family? It is a long time. When we think <laughs> about the fact that just, uh, just 12 years ago, we had you know our daughter, Celeste, she was five months old, and now we have three children, mm -hmm. and for them... 
living on the mission field is normal. Mm -hmm. uh, coming back to the United States is vacation land. Mm -hmm. uh, but for them, their normal, their everyday is Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. And so it's a different kind of life, but a life that's really blessed too. Uh, they have friends from all over the world yeah. and, um, and they have family that continue to care about them. We've been fortunate that our families, uh, both sets of uh, parents have been out to see us in Southeast Asia many times over the years. Mm -hmm. So we try to bridge the geographical distance as best we can. Yeah. And I'm sure uh, technology now probably helps it a lot sure with that too. It sure does. Yeah. I'm constantly on uh, video calls with grandparents who want to see their grandchildren. Of course. What is the time difference? Well, from St. Louis right now, it's 12 hours okay. uh, to uh, Cambodia, but it depends on daylight savings time. Of it's course. either 12 or 13 hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, daylight savings time. Uh, what, is, uh, what is your work in Cambodia? What are you, what are you uh, sent to do right now? So we're sent to really serve the Cambodia Lutheran Church, which is a collection of about 25 congregations throughout the country in Cambodia. It was really wonderful about serving in Cambodia is that we're not starting something new, mm -hmm. but rather we're joining something that's been going on for a long time. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, that's the beauty of a place like Cambodia. It's a great picture of how different entities can work together to start something wonderful. So the work in Cambodia many, many years ago started with LCMS missionaries, also with uh, Lutheran Hour Ministries, Lutheran Heritage Foundation, now uh, the Garuna Foundation, Lutheran Church Canada, all are mm. involved in Cambodia. And so we have a wonderful opportunity to work together with all of these different entities for the sake of the gospel uh, for the people of Cambodia. Yeah. What, what is the, the Lutheran um, landscape like? In Cambodia, I had not even I, I hadn't even thought about Lutherans in Cambodia. What what does that look like? Small, uh, <laughs> and that's true. I think in most places in Asia, mm -hmm. again, just I mean, the Christian landscape itself is small in Cambodia. Mm -hmm. In a country of sixteen million, we're talking about maybe two percent of the population, uh -huh. and so then. When that's the Christian landscape, the Lutheran landscape is a small subset of that. Mm -hmm. And so we're working in congregations where if you have 40 people showing up on a Sunday, that's a large congregation in Cambodia. Yeah. And these are all house churches. Nobody has these gorgeous buildings like uh, the churches here in the United States. Mm -hmm. These are folks that are worshiping sometimes in nothing more than a tin shack. Wow. That's that's a very different experience mm -hmm. than we have here. What uh, what language do you do you get to speak English much, or or have you have you kind of immersed yourself in a local language? So we've only been there for ten months, uh, oh. but we are trying to learn the local language, which is Khmer. Mm -hmm. uh, so JP has been studying three mornings a week, and I've been studying two evenings a week when our children are in bed. Uh, fortunately, the people of Cambodia are also quite skilled at speaking English, mm -hmm. uh, and particularly the pastors that we're working with uh, are very capable speaking in English, which is helpful, yeah. just getting started and kind of getting our feet on the ground. But people also mainly speak Khmer, and so we are working in earnest to be able to speak in the local language and to converse with people in their heart language. Absolutely. Uh, it, when you, I don't know, when you go shopping, uh, is that, is any of that in English or is that a whole different experience? Yes, there are some shops where people would speak English. Certainly the local market where you would buy fruits and vegetables and meat, they're not English speakers. Mm -hmm. So my probably first language skills are 
market kamai. So how sure. to say different fruits and vegetables and, and how to bargain. How to <laughs> ask for the prices and you know, tell them how much amount of everything you want. Sure. Yeah. Bargaining is, is a different concept than anything we know of. Yeah. My state. general yes. rule of thumb is whatever price they give you, uh, divide by at least a half and start there and then meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very, very not American thing to have to learn how to do. Can you imagine if you went to Schnooks and had to bargain for every fruit and vegetable? You'd be there for hours. And people would they'd give probably, you a really weird look, too. They'd probably kick you out at the end of the day. They'd probably, yes. <laughs> One of the first times we came back to the U.S., I took my children, our first two children, who were then two and four years old, <laughs> to a Target. And our oldest daughter, who was then four, uh, wanted to buy a toy. And she looked at the price, and she looked at her little baggie of money that she had gotten from doing chores. And she said, do you think they would bargain? And I said, no, sweetie, they don't bargain at Target. <laughs> it would have been really adorable to see her try, though. Right, it sure would. Speaking of the kids, how, how do, uh, what do you, what do the kids do uh, while you're there with schooling, education, Mm -hmm. For fun. So our oldest two are 12 and 9, mm -hmm. and they attend a Christian school mm -hmm. uh, that we're very thankful for. So most of their day is spent studying in school in that typical routine. Our youngest is two, mm -hmm. so he's at home with me and has a kind of varied schedule based on the day, but mm -hmm. mainly is playing and mm -hmm. um building bridges with people in <laughs> in our neighborhood and in the community because he's adorable mm -hmm. yeah adorable kids are, are good for that <laughs> kids are in an amazing uh missionary tool they really are <laughs> not to make my kids a tool but they open so many builder. doors so <laughs> many doors yeah i mean I, everybody loves adorable little kids so i mean if that starts conversations that that would be that would be a good thing on the mm -hmm. mission field. Well, especially in Southeast Asia, it's very different. Uh, I get the sense sometimes in the United States that if you have unruly kids in a restaurant, people get a little <laughs> uncomfortable. But in Asia, they think it's adorable. <laughs> They'll pick them up and take them for a walk. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Uh, we have actually just about a minute left. Um, mm -hmm. What uh, what were your expectations going into this mission field in Cambodia? And, and how have those expectations played out uh, in the in what 10 months that you've been there? I think being a missionary, you try to minimize expectations as much as possible, uh, and especially going to a second mission field after mm -hmm. our first. We had enough experience that we were able to reframe some of our expectations. Now, it's only natural that you're going to have some, but trying to keep those realistic, trying to realize that it's not going to be easy to expect uh, difficulty to expect trial and to ultimately rely on God's grace through it all. And that is truly what carries us day to day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are you most excited about uh, moving forward as, as you continue on in this mission field? I think just continuing to build on the relationships that have begun in our first year. Uh, we feel excited going back after being away for these two months in the summer. Mm -hmm. And there are people that we miss and people that we've been in touch with over Facebook and yeah. WhatsApp. And so just going back and being able to build on those relationships, it feels very exciting. Absolutely. Uh, is there any way for us to follow you on social media, online to know your story? Absolutely. We're both on Facebook. Uh, we also 
have a photo blog at simafam.com. Uh, That's C-I-M-A-F-A-M.com. We'd love to have you uh, follow us. Fantastic. The Reverend JP and Amy Sima serving the Lord in the kingdom of Cambodia. Thanks so much for being my guest on the Coffee Hour. It's our great Thank you pleasure. for having us. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. More right after this. Oh,